Hey, I'm Rich. And I'm Ruben. And welcome back to Clarity, where we discuss the ideas and experiences that change how we think and live. And today we're going to be discussing Islam and how we interact with it and its adherents. It's going to be spicy, Ruben. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be. Uh, it's up to what we want what we want it to be. But I feel that it's a needed conversation. I think it's a growth area. I think this doesn't this doesn't need to be controversial. No. It didn't need to be controversial, but part of us as human beings is um I believe this this issue stems out of our human nature. Yeah, and how our views are being challenged and how what do we do with that? I feel yeah. that sometimes we uh we just like to agree when of course we agree. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we need to agree to disagree and sometimes we need to empathize. Mm -hmm. And I think not sometimes, all the times we need to empathize. How was your week, man? My week? Well, I'm very tired right now. Um, we had ourselves a Taco Bell lunch. Oh, yeah. And uh, we just did a recording that uh, we may or may not use. And I'm feeling feeling what, what is called the itis. What? I feel like all of me is inflamed. <laughs> All right. This, this post-meal just... Bleh. So I'm feeling that, Ruben. That's not a hot sauce, right? No, hot sauce would give me... This is the opposite feeling that hot sauce gives you. All right. You say you're wearing flames, so hot sauce or flames. All right. Say flames? <laughs> oh, inflamed. inflamed. Oh, inflamed. So it's my bad then. I thought you were just making a bad joke. I did a bad joke, actually. <laughs> yeah, but Rich was really excited that in our Taco Bell there was this... Um, dispenser like you you could order like in a big tablet or whatever like you you walk in and you look on the right and there's these two huge uh touch screens and you could just right there on the wall like click in order your food and then go and wait for your food and it comes right to you you don't have to go to the cashier you can swipe your card right there bro that's just like next level fancy we're because. living in the future man you live in the future. I live in 50 years ago in the country. <laughs> uh, and I don't even think like our my city is a big city, but well, it's okay. Compared to where I lived, because I yeah. live the closest thing to me, like closest anything, Walmart, Taco Bell, Domino's, anything is 30 minutes at least from my place. Yeah, that, that's no how one it delivers. used to be for us when we lived in Bering Springs, Michigan. So I live more country than Bering Springs, but you have to acknowledge that. All right, I will. I will acknowledge that. Yes, <laughs> I will. I, I've been to your house. But I, I love living where I live because mm -hmm. I can just because it's your house run around my backyard naked yeah. and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can do that too, but <laughs> you sure can. That'll give me trouble. But yeah, the um, Subaru dealer's not gonna be happy with you. Yeah. Well, it's two thirty, two twenty-seven p.m. on the Monday, and uh, I'm feeling a little, uh, little sleepy because of the jet lag of a trip. Uh, Cassie and I were in Israel. That's why we kind of. Uh, uh, well, yeah, we're a little, little tired, but we're alive. We're alive and we're ready to talk about this topic. And this is uh, our interesting conversation, um, how to interact with uh, Muslim uh, believers and the situations, the things that are happening nowadays, like a few days ago, what happened in New Zealand, man. Mm -hmm. And a few days ago, like I as well was in a country where the majority was Muslim, 97% Jordan has 97% of Muslim majority. So I got to interact with people that 
where I was actually the minority. Well, I, well <laughs> to be honest, and you know what I'm going to say, like I'm a minority here in the US, yeah. but um, like minority in terms of religious beliefs. And, mm-hmm. and it is different to actually have the intention of engaging with people that look and talk different than you. And I feel that there's a big, uh, there's so many big misunderstandings, man. I think so. And I think if we just are driven by fear or by hate, we are never, we will never be able to reflect the character of Christ. Hmm. If we are Christians, if you're not Christian, you won't ever, we won't ever be a good society. We won't ever actually foster a society that will unite us and not divide. Uh, we, we should be united more than divided, but yeah. Hmm. So you shouldn't be driven by fear. I, the pastor's meetings that where we met, we're like, wait a minute, we're both in Carolina conference. Remember David Asterix spoke. Oh Remember yeah. Oof, man. He's, he might be a little, that was said, good, he said some, some things on Twitter recently in Adventism that's making him trend a little bit, but we're not going to talk about that today. But, but man, so he good. talked about building bridges. Yes. And not walls. Yes. This is, anyway, I don't, building bridges and not walls. And we're not talking about the Southern border. We're just talking about in general, right? Still, I'll say like even that one. <laughs> <laughs> another another episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really fired up for that one. So often we can, without realizing it, be motivated by fear in what we do. Yeah. Like I need this. I need you to do this. So this doesn't happen. I need to do this. So you won't do this. Mm-hmm. Um. And sometimes we're united by fear. Yeah. And, and that historically, yes. historically. It's the easiest way to get united. Yes. Easiest, but probably not the most meaningful way because Please. It, you are just reacting with your feelings mm-hmm. and just being like selfish, just thinking about your own survival. And that does not make us different than animals. I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That doesn't. Woo. All right. So we're casting all this shade here. Let's define our terms real quick. Yeah, go for it, man. What's Islam? Well, it's a monotheistic faith. Uh, Emphasis in monotheistic, it's really important for them to believe that there's only a God, Allah, which Allah is not a word like Jesus. It is their word in Arabic for God. So Mm. whenever you say God, if you're a Christian and you speak Arabic, you say Allah because that's a word for God. Is that what the... Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so when, so if so you, were, if a Jew in Israel is speaking Arabic, yeah, I'll say Allah. So it is a mon- that's uh, my mind game, blown. Yeah, and 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 well, the the main uh, prophet in in the in in the Islamic faith is uh, Muhammad. He mm-hmm. was born in Mecca, and and Mecca is a really important place for 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 Islam. And there's a, a big shrine there, a big mm-hmm. uh, important holy place, the most important holy place, and. And Muslims do a big, at least if they can do it, they have the Hajj or Hajj. They have like the pilgrimage, yeah. yeah. And it's a big deal. Like I was talking to my to my taxi driver and on the way to the airport in Jordan, and mm-hmm. and we were talking, and I didn't know if he was Muslim or not, but nine out of ten times that he is, he was Muslim. But I was <laughs> talking to him about many things. He was driving. I think he was falling asleep. So I just. I told Cassie, Cassie, ah. Cassie, we gotta. It was 11 p.m. And I was like, Cassie, we we, we gotta make something. We gotta ah. talk to this guy. And, and then and then he talked to us about his his family and his mm-hmm. and his his kids and 
and where they live. Some of them in Saudi Arabia, some of them still in Jordan, some of oh, them wow. in Israel, all around, all around that area. Wow. And then, and and then I ask, have you traveled? Yeah, I travel every every year. Uh, at least I take two weeks of off, and and this year is really exciting because uh, I'm going to Saudi Arabia. Where? Where to? Oh, I'm going to Mecca. I'm going to go to Hajj. And he was he was really happy because you know if. if it is really hard to go there. I think I I, I don't quote me. May, I may I may be wrong. There's just certain people you need to apply through just through your Islamic center, yes. and there's like a, a a queue. You have to wait. Yes. And and he was so excited. He was gonna go with his wife, and I think that he went before, but now he's taking his wife, and you can take your wife with with you if your wife goes. You you go because a, a woman needs to be accompanied by a man. Right. And. And man, he was so excited and to go again. And and I was like, yeah, I was just talking about things that I learned in world religions class in the seminary. Mm-hmm. But just talking, asking him about like the many, uh, many things and particulars. And I, man, I was having a conversation, not with a Muslim, but a human being. Like I, I, I'm talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was yeah, a little, a, a little, little sidetrack here, but I, I was really excited to. No, to share that, but not side check. But that is the point, right? But Islam is a monotheistic faith. Yes, uh, and they they worship Allah, and 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 Muhammad is their prophet, the main prophet. There's many other prophets, but Muhammad is the prophet. Yeah. So that's Islam. Let me define for you what a Muslim is. Yeah, a Muslim is an adherent to Islam. Period. A Muslim can be of any ethnic background. However, many stereotype, many people will stereotype a Muslim as being a Middle Easterner. Yeah, like Syrians, Egyptians, yeah. Yeah, I say, hey, I got some Syrians here. Can I put them in your house? You're like, I think, Many people I interact with on a daily basis would say, no, I don't want any Muslims in my house. Well, how do you know they're Muslim? <laughs> right? Well, they're- uh, Egyptians, Jordanians, right? They, and unfortunately, in um, popular media, in conversations you might see on Facebook, and my churches, our churches, we mm. might hear the two used synonymously, Muslim and Middle Eastern. brown person from the Middle East. Yeah. To be and fair, I don't mean that pejoratively, but I think not to be fair. I, th- that I can think be like, pejorative in the minds of some. Yeah, and and I think that some people uh, have that because of the statistics. You know, like it is true, ninety percent of Muslim uh, believers in the world is located in that area, Asia Pacific area. Ninety percent. Well, Asia so, Pacific is. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's actually proves the opposite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Most exactly. Muslims sorry, sorry. aren't in yes. Israel, Jordan, that Middle East area. They're yeah, because in the in Middle the Philippines East, in, in Indonesia. Exactly. Uh, the, yeah, I actually got it wrong. Yes, in that area, 90%. But now in the Middle East, there's only 0.3% mm-hmm. of Muslim presence in, in, in the world, well, in the world of, of population. It's crazy. And and the most, the most, uh, the most uh, population of Muslim believers is found in Asia Pacific. In North America, in, in North America, is the same, 0.3. So there's 1 million in 20 by 2010, there's 1 million 
Muslims around the North America. There's one million sixty by Middle East. So that is a big, it's a big perspective. It's big thing to. I mean, well, the Middle East is smaller for sure. Yes, yes, but that's still crazy. Yeah, just to think that sometimes we just put stereotypes and and stuff like that. There's more Muslims in Latin America actually in the Caribbean, like ten mm-hmm. million. Yeah, and I could, I could be Muslim. Yeah, I mean, and and, and it goes beyond. I'm it, not, it goes but beyond. That's kind of a, a point, right? Yeah, it's not a point. It, it's it goes beyond the culture. Yes, but at the same time, it kind of comes with a culture a background. There's many lifestyle decisions and. And many beliefs that connect with your everyday life, which mm-hmm. I find that really interesting. Sometimes uh, as Christians, we disconnect our beliefs with our everyday lives. And yes. sometimes we just put a nice tie in a shirt and, and we just go to church and, and that's church. If you, if, you're, uh, if you go to church on Sabbath, fine. If you go to church on Sunday and then, then the remaining of your week, you forget about God. But uh, I find interesting that... Uh, 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 a Muslim believer, a, a true Muslim believer, will connect his religion with everyday life. Yes. Yeah, and that's something interesting to to think so about. Let's talk about some views that we've we you shared some great stats there, Ruben. Let's talk about some views that we've faced regarding Muslims. So, I grew up in Long Island, New York. New York. And um, my view how I viewed Muslims and Islam has completely changed over time because I'll be honest with you, man, when nine 11 happened, mm. you know, I grew up reading books about world war two, about the Nazis, things like that. I came after nine 11, obviously, but, um, I understood that in the, in the bad old days or good old days, either way, world war two, the Germans and Japanese were the people that were the enemies of the good old United States of America. Mm. And now, and then after 9-11, who's the enemy now? Who's the bad guy now? The Taliban, Afghanistan, mm. Iraq, but soon Muslim. Muslims are the ones that bombed the Twin Towers. Muslims are the ones who are at war with America. It's Muslims. And, and early in that experience, when I heard that there's going to be a mosque built or renovated near, near the Twin Towers, I was like, how could that happen? This is awful. I thought you know, it was a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this equation of terrorists with Muslims. Um, and that's, that was kind of the view I had. I never, I had never met a Muslim before. Mm. I, my mom had a friend who was married to a Muslim and I thought that was really weird and strange. And but she was going to an Adventist church. So I was like, yes, she was safe. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I had no idea what Muslims believed. They could have believed in 20,000 gods and I wouldn't have known the difference. And, and I'll give that to many people that live in in the dark. You know, they don't know much and they don't know better. And to be honest, like, uh, like I had this class in social ethics in the seminary. And mm-hmm. and there was this uh, class that really, like, struck with me, like, this term scapegoating mm-hmm. uh, all along the history of our world. Like, there was this scapegoating. What's scapegoating? means, like, you got to blame whatever's wrong, whatever's something happening and it's wrong you gotta blaming to someone or something or some group in order to achieve hate and shift the responsibilities of whatever is going wrong to that group of people or or, or circumstance or, or something and and if you see there's patterns of scapegoating all in, all in, in this world's history 
like as you say like first we blame this group and then we blame this this is the enemy the enemy the enemy and sometimes we're more united for what who our enemies are than who are we as a group as a collective group mm. you know and yeah now uh I've, i've been living in this country for us for five years and and i've noticed some things like that as well but Well, I, I feel that this is a topic that is going to be like resonating in this, this, this concept is going to be resonating in many, many other conversations that we're going to have later on with you, Rich. But I feel that when it comes to, to Muslim faith nowadays, there is a lot of, I'm sorry for the word ignorance. And it just takes, there's no, I mean, I, I was checking this morning. There's a really close, there's some, there's a, There's a mosque really close to 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 here yes. to where I live. I was just talking to you about it, and sometimes it just takes you to knock the door there and just mm -hmm. talk to the iman, or just talk to someone that is a Muslim believer instead of being afraid of someone and and, and say and talk. Where are you from? What do you believe in? And and for me, it took me my my class of world religions uh, to actually have. I, I purposely like pick the the, the Muslim and Islam. As mm -hmm. my as my topic of research, and I researched more about it, and that raised so many questions as me as a Christian. You know, are we really that different? Like just the word Allah, you know, and mm -hmm. and, and and just like the stereotypes, the movies, and and things that are portrayed. And man, that's not fair. It'll be like us as Christians, like just putting a label, just a Christian uh, person that does that. It's not a bad person. It's a Christian person. So I don't know if you if you we get that. It's just because of the belief that you're actually being labeled as a bad person. And hmm. I don't feel, I don't feel that's, I don't feel that's fair, man, <laughs> to be honest. And it could, it could have been us, you know? Difference breeds fear. Oftentimes when we met, when we have a misunderstanding of differences and we're doing that scapegoating, it's so easy to just look and say, Oh, how awful. The first time, like I heard that what, uh, what people in the middle East, like a Middle Eastern Muslim, for example, might think of Christians, might think of a Christians was interesting because when they think of Christians, they think about the United States of America mm. would be the, the hypothetical. Yeah. Yes. And what, what, what's their example of a Christian American? Marilyn Monroe. Hmm. Exactly. Jessica Simpson on movies. Now. Daisy Duke. Yeah. <laughs> hypersexualization, right? Yes. Objectification of women in the negative. Um, you and I both went to Andrews University for our seminary training. And when I went there, I made friends with a guy and you made friends with him too. Oh yeah. His name is Muhammad. Yeah. And it came to my attention. I was rooming one of my best friends, Ryan Neal, was studying BT school. We graduated Southern together and he went to PT at Andrews. I went to seminary and he was friends with Muhammad. And so we'd play Frisbee together. We do. And Muhammad would come to worship services with us. And it became a burden on, on a burden on his heart and the hearts of several people on campus to help people understand who Muslims actually are and what they actually believe. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, ma'am, I made good friends with him. We hung out all the time. And then I went to down to Lakeland, Florida where my folks live for a Christmas break. And my brother, he worked, he does carpet down there. And so I went to work with him for a few days. And there was this, this guy who was working with us. His name's Gil. And uh, Gil's into conspiracies. And uh, 
he was talking and he's just like, man, I hate Muslims. Don't you hate them? They're awful. They do all these things. Hate Muslims. Mm. And I said, um, have you met any Muslims, Gil? Have you met any? And he said, no, and I don't want to. I hate them. They're awful. And I just said, well, I have a friend named Muhammad and he's Muslim. I'll be honest, he's a lot nicer than you are being right now. <laughs> he changed the subject. Gil's the kind of guy where he's just real upfront, and so that didn't really phase him too much. He, I wasn't; those weren't fighting words for him. But yeah, dude. Too often we just have his view of the other and think because of what we think we know about the other that we're surely better than them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, man, there are some Muslims who I think might be closer to God. Yeah. And, and some Christians. And even sometimes we're really condescending when it comes to uh, missions and when it comes to um, reaching people uh, yes. for for Christ and reaching Muslims for Christ per se. And we're really condescending like thinking, oh, they don't have it all together, but we do. And we're just going to show them the truth. It, it, it is not like that, man. It is not like that. It's, and, and there's many things down the road that at, at the end of the day, God is a big judge. And, and if I were, if I were speaking um, Arab, Arabic, right, Arabic right now, mm-hmm. I would say like Allah is a great God. <laughs> keep yeah. bringing that home. And, and just keep bringing that home. And and because is a is Allah God? It is the word of God. Arab Christians they use that word for God, the God that the God that we know, the God that we worship. So do Muslims worship the same God we? Now, now that is a Wonderful question, man. And like for me, the short answer is yes. The yeah. short answer, really short answer. I have to have to really like make a big argument for it, but I'm not the one for making argument. And it's it, it, not a point of the conversation right now. But, but let's do it. I have my answer. So tell me why you would say yes. My, that's my short answer. Because I would not, if someone asked me the, the question, I would not say yes or no. I'll say, you know, I'm going to explain to you this. I actually don't like when people ask me yes or no questions. Like some people ask me, <laughs> some people test me really bad, man. And, and like, um, Not are you, are you, though. oh, especially, but, <laughs> but there was this, uh, this lady that I, love we, you. she was, she was preaching in one of her churches. And, and the first thing when I pick her out of the airport, she said like, pastor, are you in favor or against women's ordination? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, that was like, I don't know. Or like, does it matter, dude? Does it matter? And I explain my view, which I hopefully will have time to explain my view, man. And dude, that'd be good. Yeah, man. But for the record, short answer, yes, I do. Well, hey. Yeah. This is but, this is the beginning of our minority suite, so to say, yeah. our, our section of, because in clarity, we discuss the ideas and experiences that change us, right? Yeah. My experience with Muslims has completely shaped my view of life and my experience with women, my experience with several groups of people. So here we are. We'll we'll do the women episode. I'll probably do like several women episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, bring our women on. And and, and if you guys, if you guys have, if you have, we don't own them. They own us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. If you guys have like, uh, like topics or anything that you want us to talk about, like for sure, like, please let us know. We have our Twitter and our Facebook, but right now I believe that, uh, we come from a really, we converge, our paths converge too much, Muslims and Christians. 
we come we come to come again they don't converse they come from a same source pretty much like abraham okay yeah i'm sorry i my english man <laughs> so, but they so don't let's, converge. let's go here let's go here they don't converge we where start, does islam come from where does islam come from yeah well it comes from it comes from well Original, it comes from Muhammad, from the Prophet Muhammad. Like okay. his, his revelation, his the Quran is the 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 work, the revelation that actually makes them uh, achieve a closer collect, connection to God. However, so they, this gentleman named Muhammad received the revelations that produced by, by Angel Gabriel. Gabriel, faith. yes, by the Angel of Gabriel. Allegedly, and, yeah. And and the thing is, they still also revere the prophets and and. And Christian and Jewish or old prophets like Moses. So all their like, prophets except for Muhammad are Christian or Jewish prophets. Dude, I don't know if Moses was like a Jewish prophet per se. He was just a prophet of God. You know, that's what I mean. Ooh. You know, like I don't think Moses because like Moses was not a Muslim prophet. He was to? a prophet of God, man. Yes. Of El- of, of yeah of Adonai. Of Adonai yeah. Elohim. And, and Elohim, yeah, and, and and the same thing with Jesus. They they still also uh, believe in Jesus, but not mm-hmm. as we Christians believe. But they all they think that Jesus is a prophet. But I mean, I'm not gonna talk about right now the difference of beliefs that we have, but the similarities. And let's how, do this. And how we how we love, we we may be able to worship probably. Some people say no, it's a different god. But if you if you use that logic, you and I, Rich, are worshiping different gods. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. If you ask me that question, I would say I had this conversation because there is a um, woman who's interacting with my congregation, trying to. Um, she no longer um, is is able to attend one of my congregations. She happened to be particularly divisive on issues besides this one in a dangerous way. But uh, here's the point. She had a relative who's married to a Muslim, and she was just, this is the worst thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's just, she probably would have been more happy if her if that relative was gay. And for wow. her, that'd be a big issue, okay? Wow. And speaking um, about minority groups, you know. Speaking of it. Yeah. Dude, and, and I got discrimination. podcasts. I got podcasts. That has have, to be a topic, man. I have, um, I have some LGBTQ plus people who are very close to me. Yeah. And so I'm not going to say how close because I don't, I haven't actually discussed with them discussing that side of themselves on the podcast, but I have several people I can bring on here and have some good conversations. Yeah, man. yeah for sure. But bring it back and she's the worst thing ever. And I said, oh, well, why? And she said, no, they don't worship the same God. It's a, it's a, it's a Satan caused that religion to exist is mm-hmm. what she said. And um, so... And she seemed to have this this kind of tact but where if anyone was disagreeing with her, that Satan was influencing them. To be honest, I heard that, man. I heard yes. that. And there, I seen some pamphlets uh, of people saying like, yeah, uh, God is a God of, of clear knowledge, but Satan is a, is a, is a person or is a thing. It, it, Satan is, is doing like confusion and it's com- it confused Muhammad on purpose. So he will like do this and that. And Satan works here and Satan works there. And I heard that, man. Here's the thing. Even if that's true, that does not mean that we just run our mouths yeah, like crazy to anyone who will listen about how scary 
and dangerous and scary they are, as if God died on the cross and didn't resurrect. Mm. (laughs) We serve a victorious King Jesus. Mm. Amen? Mm. And for him, he he has called us to go out and be faithful and witness to all the world. We should build bridges, not walls. I believe in free will. I believe that the scriptures teach that hell is not forever, that our soul is not immortal, that when we die, we are simply sleeping. And I believe that those beliefs completely change your view of God, whether you call him Allah, Elohim, whosoever. God. And the reality is, because of those differences in belief, the God I believe in is different than the God anyone who believes in those things believes in, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are Christians with whom I would say we believe in different gods. And to that same breath, I would say that we believe in different gods as Muslim, as a Muslim might. But, but going not back much to the, beyond that. Go back to the same conversation. Like if we, if we follow that logic, I, I, I worship a different God than you, Rich. Yes. And, and Hopefully we can get to be the same because you'll educate me and turn me straight. <laughs> yeah, but I feel that God goes beyond what we can just put in our brains on our like cognitive constructs. And mm-hmm. and that's why I feel that my short answer is yes. And uh, and there is a way for us, like sometimes not to be condescending with them, not, not be condescending. It's like, yeah, but they eventually will worship our God, a real God. Like, <laughs> I had a conversation with my church members and and not that long ago and they were saying about this uh group of, or this family that was new in our in our neighborhood in our church and mm-hmm. and they were uh they were also adventists but they they were wearing uh earrings and stuff and they were adventists fyi that's a using jewelry is a taboo for yeah. Some sectors of traditional Adventism. Yeah, and my fear was like people won't be accepting them. Thankfully, they were nice to them. Some of mm-hmm. them, most of them. But eventually one person approached me and said like, yeah, but we're going to pray so the Holy Spirit will convict them and they will and they will take those things off. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not about that, you know? It's not about being condescending and I know the truth and the Holy Spirit will let you know that you are not in the truth and don't come to my truth. And the same thing happens sometimes what we do with, with our Muslim uh believers a fellow muslim believers and yeah uh yeah so reuben you remember matthew chapter seven yeah where it says judge not judge not yeah. and you shall not be judged for with the measure that you judge it shall be measured against you and then from there jesus then talks about the log and the speck right and that log and speck story, that's, which is hilarious, by the way. It's a hilarious image to see a human being walking around with a beam that you'd use to build your house with coming out of your eye as you're going to and fro, whopping people in the head with your issues, trying to get specks out of them. Jesus tells, that, tells us to get the log out and then help the brother, right? Yep. And in any, I've used this text and I've tried to, in our local churches, this is something, my local churches, that's something we, together, because I need to work on it too, we're trying to get better at. Whenever we hear a message, whenever we read a Bible verse, whenever we do anything, we don't apply it to, man, these idiots I see, they're so stupid. 
if only they got this. But instead, yeah. God, how does this apply to me? How do you need to teach me? And I think even this episode, Ruben, what's crazy is we're trying to share how we've grown and we're trying to help people move away from Islamophobia. It, it is. But as we do this, if we don't do this in the proper way, yes. we are <laughs> being deep hypocrites because we're saying, well, you're idiots, you're idiots, I'm better than you. But in reality, we all have faults. But so even if I don't believe Islam teaches the truth, I don't believe, I believe I believe what's true, right? And I'm trying to learn better. But I can't help anybody if I'm not looking to my own faults before I would try to witness or connect with someone. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, like what happened in, in New Zealand, man, it is just still fresh. And mm -hmm. I feel that some people will blame it on Republicans. Some people will blame it on Democrats. I think the guy, the guy itself was trying to make some inflammation, some like, he wanted the people, he, he wanted the world to burn, man. He wanted the, the world to burn. And, Which guy? And the, the, the shooter. Yeah. The shooter wanted the world to, to burn. And, and I feel that we need to be aware that the only way that we can have the peace in this world is by being intentional with our conversations, being intentional with our engagements with people, even even if you don't agree with them, even if you're like, they, they look or may not look different, but yeah, this is, this is a, this was a, a really nice conversation, man. It's been a pleasure talking with you too, Ruben. I want, I want to know what you guys think as well. Like if you can share with us, uh, your thoughts about this topic and Islamophobia and, or, or about like situations where sometimes we just like, uh, don't think we just like, act and yes i hope that this episode uh will bring some kind of awareness into this matter and we don't have it all together to be honest we may be nope. wrong in so many times in, in this mm -hmm. during this episode but our our goal is to keep uh having some conversations get conversations started and and maybe just be the change one starting with ourselves as mm -hmm. well, i guess the reality is ma'am that if I were to tell you that there was going to be a monotheist, if you're a Seventh-day Adventist like me, a monotheist, kosher eating, non-person who does not drink alcohol, who's deeply committed to family values, I was going to move next door to you. Mm. You'd be excited. Yeah. Yes. Someone who thinks like me, perfect. This will be the perfect person to witness to. They'll understand my values. And it'll be easy to live with, right? Mm. So why are we afraid of Muslims? That's exactly who That's they exactly. are. Yeah. So my prayer and my hope for all of us is that instead of seeing the stereotypes of who we think Muslims are, that we would be more protective of the reputation of how people speak about other human beings around us. Yes. about how we think about other human beings yeah at the end of the day you don't choose where you're born at the end of the day you don't choose like situations but now today we can choose to be united as human beings and if we are Christians as creation of God mm. yeah. Th this episode was a lot more impassioned than it was factual 
at this time forgive us even though we're not sorry no i'm not sorry I'm not sorry either yeah hey yeah. how can they how can they connect to us ruben well we have a twitter account if you want to follow us it's uh clarity underscore podcast and also we have a facebook account page it's a facebook page that's what it is so facebook.com slash clarity podcast thank you guys for giving us the opportunity of being part of your life for this episode stay tuned for more i'm proven and i'm rich and this was clarity